Hi, I'm Luann Botta, and I'm Marianne Crum. You know, lots of things may be in short supply these days, but hope doesn't have to be one of them. Join us for the next 30 minutes or so, and we'll remind you how you can live with unquenchable hope. Hi, everyone. We're glad that you're with us today. And last week, we started a new series on the metaphor that you find in the Bible, that God is the potter and we are the clay. Yes. I did a really long introduction to all of that and talked about how we're butt dust. <laughs> so if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go back and listen. And I talked about how when Luann and I prepare, we do it individually, you know, separately. And somehow, usually the Holy Spirit helps us to make sense. But last week, as we started the different steps that are involved in making pottery, we, yes. we researched different sites. So she mm-hmm. came up with six steps, I think. Yes. I had nine steps. So we're trying to, in the moment, merge our list. And so I had us as little lumps of clay already (laughs) spinning on the wheel. But as it turns out, Luann still has some more information about what needs to happen to the clay before you can actually put it on the wheel. So she had some more stuff she wanted to share about that. Yeah. I think when we were talking last time, it was about beating the clay and getting all the impurities out. I found something. This was very, very good. It says, if the potter does not remove all the impurities and air pockets from the clay, it may explode when it is placed in the furnace. And this will destroy the vessel and may damage and destroy other vessels that are in the kilt as well. Wow. So, oh, man. Yeah, I know, isn't that That'll good? preach, for I know. sure. <laughs> yeah. So he has to make sure all of this is out. Mm-hmm. Um, the scripture that came to mind to me is, one of my favorites. I memorized it many, many years ago. It's from okay, Z- wait. You do realize oh, that every scripture you say, you say, this is one of my favorites. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We both you do know that. why? Because I, I, know. I memorized so many. But this yeah. one's Ezekiel 36, 25. It says, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. And I will cleanse you from all your impurities and all of your sin. And it just goes on from there. So that scripture ends up bringing up the fact that right before he's going to put us on the wheel, he's got us to the place he wants us to be. Not perfect, obviously, Mm -hmm. but those impurities have to be taken care of. It says, if we are to be vessels that are useful in the master's use, we must stay on the table until all the impurities are removed. And I'm still back at where it could explode and how it could (laughs) also explode and destroy the other... Other people. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this would definitely preach the fact that mm-hmm. if we're not obedient, you know, we're going to have to learn a lesson again. We've all had to do things, mm-hmm. maybe two, maybe three, some of us stubborn people, 10, <laughs> but other people are involved. Yeah. So we may miss a few things, though he brings it all back around uh-huh. because we're not being obedient mm-hmm. or pliable. Com- oh, yeah. Compliant, pliable, yes. all and those what things. what he's trying to do, and he's not doing it to hurt any of us. Yeah. It is just a process that is needed and that is for our benefit. Yeah. I think one of the most powerful things about this whole metaphor is that it plants in our brain, hopefully, the idea that he's making a beautiful vessel. Yes. And the beginning parts of this Mm -hmm. can be difficult. Yes. And this is something that we might have to go through over and over and over again in different seasons of our lives. Yes. Anyway, it's not a once and done process. Correct. 
I feel like I've been in the fire a number of times. Well, you know, and I think that's what's so good about this is this is not, absolutely it's not a one and done. I think what we're showing is how a vessel is made. The process would be up to how pliable, up to how much we allow the Lord to work in our lives. It's not my will, but your will be done, Lord. That's very hard to say. When you want to control stuff, I'm sorry, we're all like that. Yeah. We want to hop off the wheel. We want to get ourselves out of the oven. Well, it's funny. This is what this says as well in this part. It says, we must be open and receptive to the Holy Spirit as he instructs us about areas we need to remove. Our natural inclination is to rush the cleansing process. We want to get off the table where we endure painful probing or the stinging rod. We strongly desire to resist God's chastening and go our own way, but we must not rush the potter. We must submit to his will. And only as we surrender to God and allow him to clean all the dross from our lives, will we become vessels fit for the master's use. I I think that mental image of exploding inside the the kiln is pretty powerful. (laughs) I think that's what this is saying as far as cleansing. He disciplines those he loves. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get the dirt off. Yeah. He's trying to get the misconception of who he is. And we were just talking about that last episode. And I remember saying to the Lord one time, I, I still have dross on me. I remember even using that word. Mm-hmm. I could feel I still had stuff on me from stuff I just didn't like being a part of me. It could be anger. And the, the dross brings up another metaphor with the silver. They yes. burn it and they turn the heat up to get the dross yes, out. Yes, correct. In all of these metaphors that God ever uses in the Bible, there's always a good intention. There's always a good end result yes. if we cooperate with it. Mm-hmm. It's not for our destruction. Never. It's just for the removal of our lives of things that will be destructive. We've talked about that many times in, in these podcasts that the only time God ever says no, it's because he's trying to keep us from doing something yes. that's going to hurt us. Yes. I never saw it like that. I mean, this is helping me even as where I'm at right now. Mm. I kept thinking God was mad. Mm. And I think a lot of times we think that, what did I do? Yeah. How did we turn down this road? What the heck did I do? What didn't I do? What yeah. did I ask for forgiveness for? Those yeah. kind of things. And I don't think he wants us to be like that. No. Crazy thinking like that. The hardest thing sometimes to submit to is what we talked about last week, that he's the one that gets to choose the design. He gets to choose what yes. he's making of our lives. And, yes. And sometimes we have what we want our lives to mm-hmm. look like, and he's got another plan. Yes. So to submit, he's the one that's got his hands on on the clay yeah. and is forming it. We're going, I don't, I don't want to like be this. an ashtray. I, like- I want to be a vase. <laughs> We're like, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. But when it's done, we're like, oh, thank you so much that I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, really, when we're flowing and allowing him to use us the way he wants to, there Mm -hmm. is so much more joy in that than constantly resisting it and trying to do things that he never intended us to do. Correct. Or coveting. I'm an ashtray. I wish I were a vase. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then trying to act like a vase. I know. Yeah. I know. I get it. (laughs) Right. I get it. Okay, on my list, we were spinning around on the wheel. Now we're getting on the wheel. Yeah, Here well, we actually, go. we were slammed. Oh, we were slammed yeah, onto we were, the wheel. <laughs> we were being slammed. So now the wheel starts spinning. Uh, we've just been slammed repeatedly and, and yes. with the impurities beaten out of us. <laughs> and he throws a lump on the wheel. And do you want to come to Jesus now? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
so step three, the wheels start spinning so that the potter <laughs> can start shaping the clay yes. with his hands. But spinning can be disorienting. I think yes. that it feels very out of control. Mm-hmm. And again, that's where submission comes in. That's right. If you're spinning around on a wheel, it'd be better to just go right. with it. That's right. Go with the spin. Yes. I think that's a lot of times we may feel confused for saying to God, you know, okay, I get it. You're doing something, but I don't know exactly what you're doing. Right. And I feel like I'm going in circles. Lord, calm me down or whatever as yes. he's doing this. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a step maybe even more than when he's getting the impurities out of yeah. us where we have to just trust mm-hmm. because it can feel scary. Yeah. You know, I think more and more of you just using that word trust. I don't think there's anything that he wants from us more than mm-hmm. to trust him. And it's so weird that we have a problem with that. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. I know. When you really think about it, I mean, we just have to go back and see how he was faithful. And I had to be reminded of that just yesterday in a church service. Like, mm. you just think about it. He cares. He really cares about us. He thinks about us and he cares. Well, when you think about the process that we're talking about with the potter and the clay, he puts a lot of work into us. Well, yes. So, of course, he cares. Yeah. And I looking around my, even where we're recording this, if I were the one that made all these things I'm seeing here, yeah. I would care a lot more about them. Oh, correct. Yeah. Than just going to Hobby Lobby and buying them. Yeah. But I think so often we say, God, don't you care? You know, we do say that. We, you, How what insulting you to him. You don't care. Yeah, we all do it. I think I just did it the other day. Because um, then when the person was saying that yesterday in church, I, I had tears because I was like, Lord, I am so sorry. I keep thinking that you don't care, but that's so not true. Mm. It's just I'm in that place, still being formed, and it's painful and it's confusing. Right. You're spinning. Yeah. You're spinning on the wheel and you don't know where this is going. I have no clue where it's going and it's hard. So if you're out there feeling that it is hard, it makes you want to quit and walk away. But that's, man, that's when you have to stay on the wheel when you want to get up and walk off. And and this is true in our individual lives, but I think even because of the way things are in our country and our world right now, it feels very much like things are spinning out of control. I had a friend that texted a prayer request because she had been up most of the night the night before because she happened to watch the news before she went to bed. Mm -hmm. Her husband had it on. And it it so upset her. She doesn't usually watch the news. And it just felt like, Lord, everything's out of control. Mm -hmm. Everything's spinning out of control. The economy, Mm -hmm. the situation in the Middle Middle East or in Ukraine and Russia talking about nuclear weapons really threw her for a loop. And so I I think at that point, we need to realize that not only is he the potter who's shaping our individual lives, he is shaping all of the events in the world to move towards his end. It's hard for us to see that. We don't understand how these things can be pieces of his puzzle that he's putting together, Mm -hmm. but it is. And that's where the faith comes in. I had a scripture real quick for what you just said. Yeah. Deuteronomy 3.18, mm-hmm. the Lord himself will lead you and be with you. He will not fail you or abandon you. So do not lose courage or be afraid. So when you're on that wheel being spun around, yeah. don't lose courage and don't be afraid. And, and as the world is spinning, and don't lose courage and don't be afraid. As the world turns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> scripture I thought of was Proverbs 21.1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. Like Mm. the rivers of water, he turns Mm. it wherever he wishes. So even though it doesn't seem like these weird things that are happening could possibly be God's will. Yes. uh, And not that people don't make sinful decisions. Absolutely they do. Mm. And people are corrupt and tell lies and all kinds of things that are not his will. And yet he uses those things too 
yes. as part of the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. for this big picture that we can't grasp. Right. But hmm. regardless of how things are spinning around us, even not even in our own individual lives, God's promises are never going to fail us. So I've thought of this a million times recently because my husband and I are retired, so we're living on Social Security and investments and that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and the stock market is going right down the tubes. And yet, every time I start thinking about that, God reminds me He's going to supply my needs. Philippians 4.19, according to His riches and glory. For 2 Corinthians 1.20, for as many as the promises of God are, in Him they are yes. He is not going to fail us. No, His right. promises hold true regardless mm-hmm. of the economy right, that's or right. what politicians are doing. That's exactly right. Anyway, that's why it's so important to know His Word and know His promises and Absolutely. keep them on index cards. And if you yep. start feeling like my life is spinning out of control, mm-hmm. the world is spinning out of control, remind yourself... That's not true. That's not That's true. A he's in devil. control of it all, and he's not. It's not spinning out of his hand. No, absolutely so not. He's up in heaven, sitting. <laughs> he's in. He's in control. He's yeah. at rest. That's right, with his feet up. I just need to learn how to be at rest. We all do. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not just it's you. Not, it's easier said than done. We yeah. all get that. Hebrews is so much about faith, and it says without faith, it's, it's impossible, impossible to please mm-hmm. God. So mm-hmm. that trust, that faith in Him, faith in the Potter. Yeah, you know, I'm on this wheel. It's going way faster than I want it to go. <laughs> it's not going fast enough. The fourth step. Oh, wait a minute. One more. Oh, I got a couple of things for this one. All right, good. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. Um, it says he has to use moisture on his hands. So it says as the lump spins, he moistens his hands and shapes the clay. Mm-hmm. And it says the moisture is very important. If it's too dry, it will pucker and resist. Get that. The, the clay will. If it's too wet, it will refuse to assume the shape the potter desires. Yeah, because it probably just it gets all gushy. Yeah, and it wouldn't be able collapsy. to. Right. So listen to those are two different ways that we can end up being in our own lives. We can resist and then refuse the shape that he's trying to do in our lives. And and remembering that water almost always in scripture oh, is yes. symbolic of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. That's right. So what we are really resisting is the Holy Spirit. That's right. Who's trying to shape us and mold us. That's right. He's part of the Trinity, which right, is right. the pottery here. Yeah. One of the things I read about that water too, was that it's there to reduce friction. Oh, And yes. I thought about how yes. often if I would just obey the Holy Spirit with my words and my attitudes and a lot of things, it would reduce the friction in my life. <laughs> yes. I mean, it really would. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, and the Holy Spirit is there also as a comforter Very that much as so. the shaping, if we don't put water on the pot, right. it's just going to pull and tear and yes. do all those things yes. that you mentioned. He's working with this clay. So yeah. he has to constantly be wetting his hand. I watched a 15 minute video <laughs> yes. on this and, and it said the most effective way is to just keep dipping your hand yeah, in, in this the water. little thing of water. When you look at that as the Holy Spirit, come on, that is encouraging. Yes. You know, it's yeah. very, very encouraging. It says here also, sometimes in our stubbornness and arrogance, we continue to resist him. Mm-hmm. So that's what part of this is the, on the, on the, as we're spinning and he's dipping and he's, he's doing shaping. all that. He's shaping. Yeah. Sometimes we allow God to shape us at first. We yield to him, but then resist him. And God has to return us to the wheel. Our service for him is marred and broken. And the secret lies in our confession, repentance, and submission to him. In Psalm 142.4, if I can just read that real mm-hmm. quick. Um, when I look beside me, I see that there is no one to help me. No one is to protect me. No one cares for me. 
So when we go into that place where God doesn't care, David was saying, no one cares for me. No mm. one's protecting me. Nobody is doing this. I'm on this wheel. I'm getting off <laughs> yeah. because yeah. I, don't, I don't trust you, God. I don't think you care. There, there's no way the clay can shape itself no. other than to be just a blob. Yes. A quote that I found, it just says, only if the clay gets in the hands of the potter will it be molded and shaped into something valuable. That's right. So our part of this is to just let him do what he mm-hmm. wants to do, like you're saying. If we resist it, if if it were possible for clay to get wiggly on its own <laughs> yes. on the wheel, um, you would yeah. come out with some kind of deformed-looking base. That's right. Oh. That's exactly right. Well, it would go in a modern art museum oh. in New York and somebody would get a million dollars for it. <laughs> yeah. But just gonna say it, it doesn't work for art now. Analogy. <laughs> the, the clay needs to be still and know that he is God. God. Yeah. And he is it. the potter. Just mm-hmm. be there and let him do what he's doing. Sometimes he has to get out these tools to make little designs mm-hmm. and etchings yes. and things. I have a really cool nativity set that my daughter-in-law shaped mm-hmm. out of clay. And it has all these intricate little designs that she etched into yes. it. And that doesn't always feel great either, <laughs> but it's the thing that makes the piece unique. Yes. There are are lots of just plain old vases out there, but if an artist can use his etching tool to make really cool designs on it, well, then that piece is more valuable. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about how sometimes we resist those characteristics that we were born with Mm -hmm. and we resent them and we don't want them. And yet those might be the very things that make us that unique piece. Isaiah 45, 9 says... Woe to him who strives with him who formed him, a pot among earthen pots. Does the clay say to him who forms it, what are you making? Or, hey, your work has no handles. Yeah, that's what yeah. I had that I feel like I too. have handles at yeah. this point. <laughs> I definitely have handles. I love handles. handles. We, I <laughs> yes, got the I handles. <laughs> and then Romans 9, 20 through 21 says, on the contrary, who are you, you foolish person who answers back to God? The thing molded will not say to the molder, why did you make me like this, will it? Or does the potter not have a right over the clay to make from the same lump one object for honorable use and another for common use? So we're kind of back to that thing again. No, exactly. It comes down to that. You know, when you're looking up the scriptures, I, there's a bunch of them about Potter. Yeah, there's there a, are. Like a ton. Old and New Testament. Yeah, yes, absolutely. But they all have that same theme. Same thing. On Isaiah 29, 16, it says the whole thing also about who are you to say to the master and the maker. It says, or what is formed say to him who formed it, he has no understanding. So here's the clay saying to God, you don't understand. That's Isaiah 29, But 16. how many times have you, I said oh, that? Times At I least in that. my heart, God, yes. you just don't understand, you don't understand how frustrating this is. Yes. You don't know how I feel. Mm-hmm. That's good. So going back to the etching and the the making the pieces unique with the artist's hand as yes. he does that, I was going to ask you, are there any things that you were born with that you have fought in your life? Like, God, why did you make me like this? Mm-hmm. Probably not, because no. like, you're great. Like, no. <laughs> But I think fear was implanted in me, but I don't think I was born with that. No. So I'm not sure. I don't know what you mean. I yeah. Was, well, I, like me, I, that can be superficial, but I've hated my freckles in my entire life. Oh, 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 oh. And I have this big freckle right on the end of my nose, Oh. <laughs> which if I let it, it can make me so socially yeah. paranoid because as it. a kid, everybody was like, you got a bug on your nose. You got yeah. dirt on your nose. <laughs> I have like a million freckles that I was always told, oh, they'll go away when you grow up. Oh, yeah. They'll lie big, oh, fat, if, if we're doing that, then I say my nose. People well, think I'm Jewish. 
Oh. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people think I'm Jewish. I'm like, no, I'm Italian. I have my father's nose, but I was just saying it the other day. If I could just kind of go like that, it would not be. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be awkward. <laughs> Overdo it though, and it'll do the pig no. nose thing. So, but I never so. hated my nose, but I used to think, oh man, my profile. I never let people take profile pictures. Yeah, but see, and those things yeah. can become big things if we dwell on them. But you know, just stuff like that. It's really not that important. Yeah. But yeah, God is the Potter, and so in the end, He yes. gets to make us with those little imperfections. We mm-hmm. see them as imperfections. Yes. He may just see them as, hey, I gave you. That to make you unique. Yeah. Not everybody yeah. has a big freckle on the end of their nose. <laughs> <laughs> that's my little mark on you. But yeah, again, yeah, it can seem silly, and yet people can get really hung up over things like that. Yes. They, no, they fight much. their whole lives. Well, and, not only that, they change pay, it. Yeah, pay tons They'll of pay money. money to change it. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Now the potter's getting ready to get his piece ready to go in the fire. Yeah. Well, I was going to read this thing from this pottery making website. And see if you can relate any of this to how God works in our lives. It said, before your work can be fired, it should be cleaned up. And you talked about some of this. Your work won't go into the kiln if it has sharp edges, because when glazed, sharp edges turn into razor blades. Use a piece of fly wire to rub the work all over. This will scratch a little bit, so be light-handed. Oh. Use a knife or something called a metal kidney, I don't know what that is, to scrape any areas that require a bit more dynamic treatment than the fly wire offers. Finally, a very light wipe over with a slightly damp sponge can help soften and smooth all of your edges. Wow. Yeah, even though we have already had the impurities beaten out of us (laughs) and our particles have been rearranged and we've been spinning on the wheel, there's still more work to be done. Oh, yeah. Is that going into the fire? It's getting ready to go ready to, to go the fire. Down, but you have to do the drying next. We'll yes. talk about that in a minute. Okay, but. that's what I was going to add right there. Yeah, I was all right. So, that, so I didn't know where Yeah, that was. anyway, the, I like that the last part of that is that after he's used this wire and... Well, did you use the thread, what he does with the thread? Yeah, that's the wire. Yes. Even after we're all shaped and all of that, there's still refining work. There will always be refining yes, work. Yes, always. But at the end of the refining stuff here, he takes the sponge of water again. Oh. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit mm-hmm. soothes all of that at the end, you go through a really hard time and, and the Holy Spirit is our comforter Yes, there to kind of smooth out the edges, but do it in a very gentle way. Yes. And it's Which much, is very, much better to let him do it. It's more and, peaceful. And I think, can I go back real quick to that thread, mm-hmm. that wire? It says here, the potter takes a fine thread, moistens it, there you go again, and draws it across the bottom of the spinning vessel. This separates the vessel from the lump. So now he knows, okay, I got what I oh, want. Oh, that's the bottom of it. Yeah, that's the what the thread does. That's mm-hmm, what that wire does. Mm-hmm. And it says the timing of the separation is very important. I didn't know this. The potter knows when the to draw the thread, not too soon and not too late. The result is a vessel separated and on its own. And it goes, um, there can be great harm. We think we know his will, but we haven't checked it out with him. So we're going to do our own thing. And a great harm is done to the cause of Christ because of our impatience. We need to be patient. He has his timing of when he's going to separate the vessel from the lump because the lump's not going in that fire. That piece of thread is very important. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know they used it to cut it off. It literally comes across. That's how I visualize it. And it cuts the vessel away from the lump. Spiritually, if we're still fighting, we could cause great damage to ourselves because we're not done. And I did that one time. I was in a part-time job that I just couldn't take it. And I got out too quick and I had to learn it again. 
uh, what am I doing here? Why am I here? It was a tough time. And I got out on my own because mm. I couldn't handle the pain. When we do it too soon, it says right here, great harm is done to the cause of Christ because of our impatience. And I would got out too soon, had to learn it again, and don't know what I lost in between. Oh, so you're saying it would be like if the, the pot could take the thread and cut itself off. They'd say, I'm finished. I'm getting out of here. I'm yeah. not letting you finish taking that thread through me and getting yeah. me off of this. I'm done. I got I've you. had enough. Okay. And I think that's what he's trying to say. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. You know. <laughs> and we always think I can't take anymore. I, I can't sit on this wheel anymore. I think that's a real tough place to be. When do you know that he's done? There's that question sometimes too, is how do we know that when he's done or do we still stay where we're at? I think that's where you, we have to hear the voice of the Lord yes, saying, exactly. yes, you're done. Mm-hmm. That's where you need to be with the Lord every day and yes. be sensitive to his spirit and his yes. voice. If and- I can be honest, I, that's exactly where I'm, I felt like in this last weekend, and I just spent a week or so on a vacation with a friend. I noticed if I do not spend this time to find this answer for myself, I do not want to get back on that wheel. And I am really struggling. Mm. So I think, but I've got to stay put. I told him, I am yours. I am spending every waking moment with you until I hear clearly what you're saying to me. So I think he wants to get us to that place. Think about if the if this whole process gets derailed, mm-hmm. it gets cut off too soon, he's probably going to have to just reform, reform it and yes. slam it and do all that stuff yes. again. You, like you're saying, you don't want to go back to no. step one here. Mm-mm. And I think by being away, I had a chance to think a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, when my friend, she was working, I was in the Word, and I just got so much from being in the Word and things that I was reading yeah. that it, it started to speak more to me. Yeah. It is super important mm-hmm. to stay connected and in tune to what the potter's doing. Yes. <laughs> so he can tell you. Yes. Uh, well, yes. yes. Okay, I pulled the thread through. You're ready. <laughs> yeah. The next step after that, we'll just do this one quickly because oh, yeah. we're running out of time. Okay, okay. The piece is left out to dry for oh, a while. This is before huge. the fire. Dry times happen to everybody. Hard. I mean, very I've hard. been in them. They're very hard. Yes. In some ways, I feel like I'm in one now. But yes. three suggestions I had for when you're in at the time that's dry. The first one is to ask God to reveal if there's any sin mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that's separating you from him that you know you're supposed to lay down yeah. and repent yes. of and you haven't done it? Because yes. he'll let things yes. get really dry. Yes. Right, if we're in sin. (laughs) The second one was don't turn inward. Just continue to serve, continue to bless other people. Yes. Proverbs 11.25, the second part of it says, one who gives others plenty of water will himself be given plenty. Yes. So it's so important not to turn Mm. inside yourself and just feel sorry for yourself all the time. Okay, so the third one is keep doing what is right. Uh, read the Bible, pray, worship with other believers. Yes. Don't isolate yourself. That's right. That's good. Even though it's dry. That's really good. And also this was talking about on the side I was reading and said, actually the drying is rest because oh, it needs yeah. to dry. Mm-hmm. And it says that the unfired vessel will collapse if it's filled with water at this point. So it has uh-huh. to dry. It will break if it is handled roughly. The drying resting are very important. So that is a part when he asks us to rest. So we may... got you in this place. Yeah, we we may view it as a negative thing, Mm -hmm. but it's really a resting time to strengthen us. 
which will happen if we stay in the word and continue to do the right That's things. Right. That's part of that strengthening. That's right. It says yeah. the vessel will break and be useless if it's fired before it's properly dried. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. That's good. Well, <laughs> We'll end on that. (laughs) Yes, we will. We've got some more things about the potter and the clay. So uh, once again, come back next week. Thanks for joining us today. If this podcast encouraged you, it might encourage someone else too. So please share it and share some hope.